That was what Vic said. It was Michael Vick. Yeah. He cut his hair. And that'll help him out. He's got this wild hair that, with everything going on, he just looks like a homeless guy. An ugly homeless guy. Yeah, he looks like a giant fraggle rock. Yeah. Like, I want to squeeze his nose and watch him at 12 during my peanut butter and jelly time. <laughs> Sticky, icky, icky. Chargers rookie offensive lineman Lamp suffers torn right ACL. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Tweet us at the John, it's Clark the Shark here, and I am live inside my gated community, away from any harm or action. But just outside, about a block away, an officer-involved shooting here in Tarzana, linked to an Amber Alert suspect, has just broke. There are ghetto birds flying around left and right and police whizzing by. Earlier today, I received as many folks with a smartphone and Amber Alert saying a child was abducted in Santa Maria, California, which is quite far from here in Santa Barbara County. However, a block away in Tarzana, they say it is linked to a nine-year-old boy who was abducted by an armed suspect. Police have shot the suspect. No officers were harmed. And we'll continue to give you breaking updates throughout the show as this story develops. Good. Shoot him. Shoot him again. You know, my uh, buddy from college, who is now a... uh, I believe a New Jersey state cop. Oh, it's um, His cousin, his young cousin, was Amber. The the Amber that the alert was named after. Yes. Gosh. Is that insane? And she, you know, she yeah, was right. She was right sad. across the street the whole time. Oh my gosh! It's not insane. That is insane. It's sad. Let's uh, continue on this dull note and. Remind everyone that a very great person has died. Uh, no, but one of the, the, the entrepreneurs, uh, one of the pioneers of comedy, you would say, Jerry Lewis, passed away. Yes, yep. One of the big, one of the big frauds of, of, of our lifetime. Frauds? With his, with his $2.5 billion and no cure. He should have went, he should have did the athlete's foot thing. You know, something we can cure? That would have worked. Oh, is that what Jerry Lewis would do? The the mar- the telethons. Telethon. Oh, that's right. There's that Seinfeld episode about it, and I was just like, "Who is Jerry Lewis? I, I don't know him." He he was really big in the '60s. Okay. He was like huge in the '60s. He was like the biggest star at Paramount. He was in all these like great comedies. Um, but then he, he was known later in life for his uh, his spots on the telethon, and oh. uh, he would do that every Labor Day weekend. You know, he was a little racy. You know, he would say some things. Later on, they, they actually let him go because he was quite inappropriate with his, his slurs. What uh, uh, What do you mean? He would say, like... Racist homo- things? Homo- 
He was he said racist things, oh. but he would also say like homophobic things. Oh, jeez. And just kind of losing it, you know. But oh. but I guess because he was doing like God's work for saving kids, like people gave him a pass. Right. You know, oh. if he was just up there on stage doing comedy and was like this faggot, right. you know, he would have been lynched. Right. But the fact that he's doing like God's work, I think a lot of people just kind of let that slide because they're like, oh, he's raising money for this kid that can't walk. So we'll, we'll let that go year after year. And then finally, after like. 40 years, he, he just kept losing it. And they're like, we, we, social media is huge now. We, we can't like keep burying this. We gotta, we gotta let you, let you go. Interesting fact. Jerry Lewis was born either Jerome Levitch or Joseph Levitch. Yeah. So he must've been a Jew. Yeah. He certainly was a Jewish man. He was a man of, of, of the star. Star of David. Star of David. Star of David. Um, Tonight's show is brought to you by Livewood Media. You can tweet us. Not the underscore the podcast. I'm really excited for the show, man. It's been a minute. We've had some busy days. Last show we, we cut short. There was there was a lot going on. Uh, but I'm excited for tonight, man. We got some great topics. Speaking of which, one of the polls we put out on Twitter was which topic would you like us to discuss on the next show? And the overwhelming uh, result was statues that should be built. And we, we, we talked about this on the heels of, of uh, you know, all these Confederate statues being taken down, and we talked about that before. Uh, so, you know, we want to we put together a little list tonight of, of statues we think need to be erected that perhaps aren't, yeah. that deserve it. Do you agree? I mean— No, I, I, I think that uh, you and I should be in charge of—I don't really have an opinion. Okay. Real quick, my opinion on the statue thing. If yeah. you were on the Confederate Army, if you were on the losing team, and your army was fighting to keep slavery, then there's nothing historical about you that I think is important, other than you're just the bad guy. Right. So you don't have statues of the bad guys. So yeah, I don't know why we need these. I don't need you, and I can replace you with so many things. But if right. they start, exactly. if they start leaning into the um, we're going to rip down all those Columbus statues. We're going to blow up Mount Rushmore. Then I'm going right. to get, uh, I'm going to be like, what is happening? Are we erasing yeah. history here? Like, geez. right. We can't do that. Come it's on. not, and it's, you know, it's just a, it's a, like you said in the last show, it's a spot for pigeons to go to the bathroom on. Right. It's not like, you know, we're taking out books of history and burning them and being like, this never happened. We're rewriting it. It's 1984. Yeah. It's just a statue in like some shitty park, you know. If like like you said, you know, Mount Rushmore, Statue of Liberty, Lincoln Memorial. Let's right. you know those statues that deserve some respect, but right. like some crappy statue that of Robert E. Lee. And in an article, they mentioned a lot of these statues were cheaply manufactured in the North anyway, oh, and course. they just slapped on like the name Robert E. Lee and they put it there. Like it's not even like a true statue of these people. They're just like carbon copied. It doesn't even cutter. it doesn't even look like him. Like no, uh, for all we knew, Robert E. Lee was missing his left arm, and the statue has both arms. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they should bring the David statues around. You know, the ones in Italy. Oh, yes. of like the penis that's peeing. The perfect like the man. Fountain. The yeah, perfect just man. Put that everywhere. So, love, love but yeah, it. but it's interesting. But I put together uh, and chime in here what I think are some some statues of some people. That deserves some recognition in public places. Do you know now? Are you going to state the location as well? Um, 
No, I think these are open open to interpretation. Hmm. That of where they should be they should be erected. Well, can we can we maybe add where they should be? I think we should. I think we should really dive that, into. That's like the more important thing. It's not only who it is, but where it is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And number one is going to be Shaq dunking over Robert E. Lee <laughs> in an Alabama park. <laughs> And and Shaq needs to be like a colorful statue. Like he has to have his purple and, and gold Laker uniform on, like during his heyday, during his, his peak. Right. The and he's got to be dunking over uh, a Confederate soldier statue. That needs to be the first one. I think so, that's you, know, you just can have Robert E. Lee. You just need Shaq dunking over him. And that would be in Alabama, or what about how about Louisiana, where Shaq went to college? Oh, I think that would be very appropriate, right in the Louisiana, right, right in the front, right in the face. Right in the, Right in the old blue chipper himself. Yeah, right in your ass. Right in your arse. The next one. I think a statue needs to be erected in, in Los Angeles of the guy that lets you in front of him in traffic when it's rush hour and you're trying to get to work. You know, you're, you're, no one's letting you out. You're trying to make that right. People are cutting you off. And that one saintly Samaritan soul stops and gives you the wave and you do the salute back and he lets you in. That man deserves a statue right in the middle of the square. That is... Uh, in his car. That's dynamite right there. Yeah. I just want the statue to be like the side of profile of a car, like with him at the window waving you in, and that's and, it. And that should be at the corner or perhaps in the middle of one of those uh, one of those, those circles or roundabouts. The roundabouts. The roundabouts yeah. in the middle, so people are looking <laughs> at it and trying to let people in and crashing. Yeah, one of those roundabouts. And uh, yeah, they're getting into accidents. That's a great one, though. I love no, that one. I think it's appropriate. Another statue that needs to be done is one of Robert E. Kahn, who is the founder of the Internet. A scientist way back in the day came up with the idea of connecting computers to speak with each other electronically. I think that's actually kind of a more appropriate one, being how much we rely on the Internet all the time and technology. A statue should be erected of him somewhere. That's a real pioneer, someone that really did change lives every day. Wow. Wow. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Is there a uh, – well, there is a statue of Ben Franklin. Okay. That's fine. Ben Franklin, yeah. We should do another one of Ben Franklin. Right. Should be one in every state. There probably is. Be one of a drunken Ben Franklin. You know, right. Like yeah. Not, not the dressed up in his like meeting attire Ben Franklin. Not the scholar. I want the guy that he was most of the time, like a rock star, even like at eighty. Yeah. Yeah. I want him with like the wine and like his in the hot open. tub. Yeah, and some syphilitic girl behind him, <laughs> and he's just like, "Wine is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy." There's the there's the Philadelphian I know. Exactly. There's the guy. There's the man. Uh, I think a statue is very deservingly, this one around Martha's Vineyard, of Captain Quint. I think, uh, you know, farewell and adieu to we Spanish ladies deserves a farewell and adieu to a wee statued man. And a statue of Quint, the fictitious sea captain of the orca in the film Jaws, deserves a statue. He's part of pop culture. I think we need him in our lives. That's offensive. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I should be doing. We got a here. snowflake. Of all your, uh, of all your statues that you want, I should tell you why each one are, is offensive. Oh yeah. Um, Jim yeah, Quinn track. killed sharks. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm it's amazing, fan. Clark. That's like so funny. Like that. Ca- that's such a, um, 
it's such a uh, you know important thing to you shark preservation but because he's fictional obviously right and the character is so great and so unique and just so like like uh like dark and tormented but kind of crazy yeah. that you he's you, salty. you still you look past the shark the porkers the porking and the porkers yeah look at the greater good of that it's a fictitious guy that just brings entertainment yeah. to your home right he's a salty guy but anyway that's offensive yes it is very offensive so we, we obviously that's Perhaps why we don't have a Clint statue. And the uh, guy waving the other guy in traffic, he's actually uh, giving the Nazi salute, so that's just offensive. It's very offensive. And he's holding up traffic and ca- maybe causing an accident. That's dangerous. You might as well just text while you're driving. Very dangerous. Uh, what was the first one? First was one that was that? Uh, that was the first one. No, first one was Shaq dunking over Robert E. Lee. Oh, well, that's just offensive. I can see Shaq's balls. Yeah, yeah, very offensive. <laughs> I can't hand that one. What's offensive about this next one? I don't know, but John will tell us. A statue, I believe, deserves a recognition in front of movie theaters. Is the guy in a movie theater who tells the loudmouth idiot talker to shut up so no one else has to do that. You know, you don't want to be that guy in the theater that's like, shut up. Yes. You're just waiting for somebody to tell that person to stop, but nobody does. So I think that that guy that is like, hey, watching a movie, shut up, you know? Like, I'm going to take you outside and show you what it's like. I was just going to say it should be a nope. statue of Costanza, you know, in right. that in that bubble winter coat of his with his glasses, pointing down at those two, you know, young punks who could probably kick his ass. Oh, they were huge. To shut up or I'll take you outside and show you what it's, what like. it's like. And, and if, if you think I'm joking, joking, try it. Just try it. Because I, I will love it. I was hoping you would say that. Before I read that, I was like hoping you would you would make that reference. And you did, and I set it up, and you knocked it right down. Just like the balls of loins. And just like the Marlins and Phillies today, the Marlins are beating the crap out of the Phillies in a oh doubleheader double today. Ooh, yeah, double headway. What's more the score? That, more on that with Sports of John. Uh, real quick score. Yeah. We, can, we can dabble. Mm, bless you. Ooh, crazy okay. blockbuster trade in the NBA, by the way, but we will get to that. Okay. Oh yeah, I read that. The first game, the Marlins won twelve to six or twelve to eight, and then the second game, ESPN. What are you doing to me? Where's the current game? Game, you son of a bitch. Oh, sports with John, John, John. All right, we'll we'll get to that sports with John. Let's let's get back to the statues. All right. Well, that's offensive. That Costanza one because it's just you mean. Know. Yeah, because what if the movie I saw was like a movie about the Holocaust? You're gonna you're gonna put a statue there of some fat guy making fun of people? No, it just, I'm, I'm offended. All right, he's mean. What's offensive is the ticket prices. Number True. next. <laughs> Number next is the statue among the other Philly statues. There's Mike Schmidt. You have Rocky Balboa. I am waiting for Mr. Juan Samuel. <laughs> that that hair and his oh. name deserve a statue. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Actually, you know what? They need a statue of the 93 Phillies. And, that is actually true. And Juan Samuel and Von Hayes in there with them. I think they will do a statue of the Phillies. I think it's just too – it's in that weird part where it's long ago but not too long ago. Right. You know? Right. Not like if they ago, if that were the eighty three Phillies instead, they could maybe do that now, but I feel like right. now it will happen. But maybe in the next ten years. Right. Like maybe in twenty twenty three. What is that? Thirty years? 
twenty and yeah. thirty and twenty. Yeah. 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 Too much math. My brain hurts. I feel so fuzzy. Top of the eighth in Philly. Marlins lead seven to four. Twelve hits. I mean, they are Ooh. just bludgeoning us. Ooh, bit of a butter butter. The uh, next statue I think deserves recognition is Sean Kanan. Okay, <laughs> Sean Kanan. Yes. But but Sean Kanan as Mike Barnes in Karate Kid Part Three. Oh, your karate is a joke. Is a joke. I Let think me see if I can do that. Line. Daniel, your karate is a joke. Is a joke. I think I'm better. I think I did it better. Yeah, I think he, I thought it was him for a second, but then I realized it was better than him, and it was John doing him. But it's offensive. I wonder how many times he did. I wonder if he knew that line was going to be like the line. That should have been the tagline. You know, the tagline was probably something cheesy like, you know, he comes back for one final round or something. It should have been your karate's a joke. Yeah. Like, because the movie's kind of a joke. Right. I mean, even even Sean does that. I, I I saw him on Sunday perform. Yeah. And he does a, he does oh, a yeah. big portion of it on Karate Kid Three, and he he makes fun of it. How Karate Kid Three is where <laughs> the, the 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 series really got its groove together and it really got got its motion, you know. And he was talking about how everyone in Karate Kid, like Hilary Swank, got an Oscar, and Pat Morita, and all these guys. I think oh, yeah. he was talking about where it's his Oscar kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, true. But, but it's funny. So. Uh, <laughs> Two more here I wrote down on the list. N- number next. Is he going to be in is, the new one? He's Apparently he's in talks with them. Well, come on. How long um, are these talks going to go? This is a no-brainer. What are, what is fire that Bre- who, is, who is doing work uh, with YouTube Red? Right. And, and who is his agent that you're still in talks? If John and I yes. were your agent, we'd be in and out and you'd oh. have a deal. You'd oh, have my- a deal with a sandwich. Your only decision this week would be, what kind of bread are you going to put for your piece of toast? Because you already got the part because we – we're shocked. We, he, we made it happen. He would have a deal before Baccio had the deal. Before Baccio. I think Trump should attack that. Baccio. I was just watching him on a speech. What? Yeah. I was just watching Trump speak in Arizona before the show, and I think I would love it. I would actually love Trump if he just switched gears and went, that next thing I want to talk about, not North Korea, I want to talk about this Karate Kid reboot. Sean Caden, I love you. I love villains. I love villains. I'm portrayed as uh. what I get it. You're a good guy. You're going to get the part before Baccio has it, all right? I've already been in talks. Baccio, he, he was going to be in it, but you're going to get that part. It's going to be a great part. It's going to be tremendous. It's going to be the part made for you. That's what we're going to do. It's like, for wait, Baccio. wait. Uh, no, he's not Daniel. Baccio needs to play Daniel. Just a five k. If I get it first, that's fine, but I'm not playing Daniel's son. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, you idiot. Pat Morita's playing Daniel's son? Yeah, he died. Uh, you know, there's, yeah. there's aggression on both sides, kind of. Yeah, aggression on both sides. Just you got to learn to walk with it. Uh, Carl Winslow, the fabled TV cop from Family Matters, more so Reginald Vell Johnson, the actor that played him, because he always played a cop. He you know, a- in Die Hard, Turner and Hooch, and Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters he, really? He had a cameo in the original Ghostbusters as a cop. He's always played a cop. Nothing but. It's there like the one. It's like the one guy who's only a newscaster. Herb. Right. Herb. Yeah. This is Heard. the police one. That's yeah, great. right. I love that. That's what needs to happen. They need more of those. Uh, so where would Reginald Vell be? In Chicago? Was that, is that where that show he, was set? Yeah. Yeah, I think he, it would be a Chicago film. I like it. Uh, statue, because all his films, most of them were in Chicago, and he was always a cop. I think he just went from like set to set 
Yeah. Studio to studio, police uniform. Yeah. And that was it. Movie, show. Movie, show. Same you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always on. a cop. Uh, Die Hard was in Chicago? I think Die Hard was in L.A. I think that was the uh, exception. Okay. Yeah, whatever. But, but a lot of them were. Uh, yeah. Where was Turner and Hooch? That was a movie I only saw once. Perhaps New York? Yeah, I didn't like hey, Turner and Hooch. I mean, it was, I was okay, but it was always raining, and I, I don't the like that. The dog drooled all over the place. Mm. Like, it wasn't funny. Not a fan. And, and then doesn't the dog die at the end? Spoiler alert, sorry. Yeah. I don't need. I don't like that. Like, when I was old enough to understand what was happening in Old Yeller, I'm like, nope, never watching that again. Nope, Screw not happening. that. Oh, Your dog gets you? rabies, no... and you have to shoot its head like it's a zombie? No, there's no scoop doop doop after that. There's cry, cry, cry. Yes. If you ever want to muster up tears, guys, just think of the end of Old Yeller. Sorry, boy. What uh, what famous dog should have a statue? Uh, well, Lassie, I think, for one. Lassie. Lassie wasn't that great, though. It just kind of was like, was shit's happening over here. But I'm not really going to do anything about it. I'm going to leave it up to you. I'm just kind of letting you know shit's going right. down. I'm just barking erratically. Hey, one more, and then I want to talk about The Terminal, of all things. That film with Tom Hanks, briefly. You touched on it last subject, and I have something to add. It's really amazing that you uh, mentioned that. The Terminal. Yep. Were you thinking that? No, just go on. I'll tell you all why. Right. I'm interested in your ginger. I'll, interested uh, in the I'll sprinkle the ginger Rich. shortly. It's oh, coming. I'm going to oh, predict the future recipe here. With some nutmeg in there. A regular dark oh. brown. Regular ground cinnamon in your ass crack. Oh, some regular paprika down in your grundle sack. Oh, some regular chived olive dust down in your loins. Oh, don't sweat it up and get the sweat off your balls with some starch. You might as well just put some salt and pepper down there. The pepper burns, but the salt absorbs it. Whoa. Uh, the last statue I believe is deserving is the person at the bar who gives you a smoke when you're all out and you're also drunk. Hey, man, I'm on. Have a smoke. Here you go, brother. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Or at a party or at a party or whatever. But that's that's the guy. Well done. Thank well you. done, man. That is very, very good. Now, what about Terminal? Okay. You mentioned this on the last show, the Terminal. Right. And I was walking around the house with a couple marbles which I've never seen you've never seen not blasphemous and but not a lot of people have it is blasphemous because Hanks is my favorite actor and I I'm kind of upset that there's a movie out there of his that I haven't seen it's a good flick I enjoyed it it's an interesting story um I was walking around the house late at night the other night like 3am texting tweeting doing podcast stuff as I do when the night Al wakes up and I thought about this movie and the reason I bring it up is because you mentioned this, and I've seen the film in the theater. I've never seen oh. it again, and I don't oh. know anyone that's ever watched it. I don't think I've ever seen it on TV. It's one of those movies that comes out, and it's kind of forgotten afterwards, but when you bring it up, everyone kind of knows it. I'll give you another example. Argo is like this. Argo is huge. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone in the world that owns Argo or is like, hey, we're watching Argo tonight, or Argo's on TV. Yeah. It gets all these awards. It, Spielberg did The Terminal, had great ratings. And then it disappears, and you never hear about it again unless you bring it up, and you're like, wow, it's a great flick. I haven't seen it in 10 years. I don't know anyone that has watched it. It's really weird, <sighs> That's right? so true, yeah. 
And Argo, I, I watched it, thought it was cool, never watched it again. Thought I would. Same here. But never watched it again. Liked it. I just if you know, I'll give you another example. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I've just been watching less and less movies because, you know, there's just too many distractions to to sit right. me down for two and a half hours. Just can't do it. Exactly. Um, I agree. And less and less. And a lot of movies in the past 10 years, especially Oscar films, are like this. I'll give you another example. The King's Speech. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't look anywhere, anywhere without the King's Speech. After that award season, I've never seen it on TV. I don't know anyone that's watched it. No. I, you know, nobody talks about it. I haven't seen any posts like, hey, the King's Speech is on tonight. No. It no. disappears. And, and it's interesting because – and this would be a good topic for Katzen when he's on. Uh, we've alluded to this before, but if you look at Oscar nominees' best picture in the past 10 years versus the 90s, they're completely different. 90s, you had Forrest Gump, Braveheart. Right. Uh, Pulp Fiction was nominated. Yeah. Uh, Shawshank. You had movies that you would actually watch for the rest of your life. Yes. Past 10 years, I don't know anyone that's watching The King's Speech again. The Help. I don't know anyone that's watching The Artist, The Help. They, they kind of disappear. Yeah. It's an interesting – I don't know where I'm scratching at, maybe in my butt. But it's maybe stuff. scratching that taint that's been so effortlessly seasoned. Now I'm going to make the full connection as to why it's so insane that you brought up Terminal starring Tom Hanks because there should be a statue of the great Tom Hanks somewhere Ooh. 50 feet tall in every state in every country. That's amazing. Yes. You just blew my pants. That's true. When you were when you were like statues they should have, the first thing that came in my head was there's got to be statues of Tom Hanks. It just has to oh, be. Shit. Yes, shit. <laughs> There should be. He's he. No, I don't think Tom Hanks ever made a bad movie. And no, who doesn't like Tom Hanks? He's lovable. Whether he's a funny guy, a sad guy, like a comedy yes. guy, yes, a he, war a war hero. He's yes. great. I would say he's in the top ten actors of all time. He uh, he's just yeah, he's, he's just great, and he's got the just style. I know you just love him. You want to like him, and he's married. You know, he's not like this guy. Like he's not like a Russell Crowe guy. That's you know, out drinking and womanizing. He's got like he's like a family guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. There's... He's like the guy that if he wasn't famous, he'd be a cool neighbor that's just like, hey, cutting the lawn, but you want to come over some beers later on, you know? And you can talk about, like, you can you, watch the game together. You want him to be your neighbor. You want him to be your next door neighbor. You know, right. like you could hang out with him. He he just like, he, he just can get along with whatever you're doing because he's played every single role there is. So you know no matter what's going on, he'll be able to get in and enjoy himself. You know who's like that is Bill Murray, I heard. Yes. Um, and somebody told me. Bill Murray has a couple feuds. A couple strange I've heard feuds. That. I've heard that. And I always had this impression Bill Murray, and I don't, I've never met the man, but I've, I always heard he was like the nicest guy you could meet. Yeah. I've heard, I heard that too. Somebody so, said to me that they met him and he was kind of a dick. Mm. And I said, ah, i got to put that into context though. You can always get somebody in a bad day, and maybe they didn't come off like you wanted them to, so you, you do that. But I have a hard time believing Bill Murray is anything but, like, a gentleman. You know? I mean, he, he, he does these quirky things. Like, he takes pictures with anybody. He'll hang out with you. He goes to people's houses randomly. He meets and, like, does their dishes for him. Right. He's, like, one of those quirky guys. I, I have a hard time believing he's anything but, like, a He's the biggest tipper ever, too, apparently. He probably – it. see, here's the deal. He probably – does those things where he 
he'll walk up right behind strangers and like take a selfie with them and then like you know text them the picture or he'll just like show up at a wedding and just walk right in and take a picture with the bride and groom and eat some cake and, yes but like he does that stuff on like his you own and I t- do but we get arrested when we do it right like if to see like yeah if if we were Bill Murray level famous we would do that but right it would have to be on our own like time if I'm in a rush driving to go get something and come back here and do the the podcast and someone at 7-Eleven wants to take my picture and get my autograph, I'm not yeah. going to be in the best, you know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, 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 fine, fine, fine. Yeah, yeah you're busy. I'm not going to be, so that that's that's a double-sided coin there. Yes, he, it's a double-edged penis. He can be great and, and extra cool as a famous person, but it's got to be on his time. It can't be on yours. Draw attention to yourself, but on your own terms, you know, put it out there. I want to be the center of attention when I want to be the center of attention. Precisely. Yeah. I don't want to be a monkey all the time dancing. What <laughs> laugh? But I do want to when I want when I want to wave the wand and get the uh, the magic attention out. I want to do that. And it's there's no one better when I want to when, when I'm in the mood when when the pickle strikes me, me dick. Tweet us. The underscore the podcast at the underscore podcast. <laughs> tweet you the s- podcast. You said sure. it wrong a couple times. <laughs> tweet the podcast. The other the other one and just let them know they suck and yeah, uh, they should just deactivate their Twitter account. Give up their, uh, you know, give up their shit. Come on, they're not using it. Fuck off. Maybe we could write Twitter. Yeah. Who's the head honcho at Twitter? We should just get them on the we show. Just say there's a defamation. Like, hey, they stole our name. This was ours, and you know, kind of. Or we uh, could just say they're not doing anything with it. Isn't that a waste of your service? That's the worst. That is the worst. I think I tried to get Clark the Shark as a YouTube handle, and somebody had it. Stiff. And and I went there, and they had like one video from 2006, and I'm like, really? Yeah. What? Really? Um, yeah, you're wasting the you're wasting the medium. I just want to hire some hackers, take it over. But yeah, I think uh, yeah. There's a, there's a few podcastles too. There's like Lords of the Kings of the Podcastle. Yeah, they have the weird hand logo, yeah. like hand of the king. And none of them are active. Uh, if no. they are, that they're all all their subscribers and stuff are way less than ours. I think the Podcastle, the other one, has like eight thousand episodes, and their their listener count is like not even half of what ours are. What? I mean, it's like a, it's like a nerd show. It's like. Oh, uh, 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 Dungeons like, and Dragons. Exactly. Or maybe podcast. even a bot. It's like literally they talk about castles, like fictitious, you know. The castles are storming your ways. Uh, and not in a cool, like, way. More of like a level two magic mage, fire, virgin. <laughs> I can go out after eight if I finish my vegetables. Thank you. I think it's that. Hey, before we uh, take a quick break. Oh, yeah. So um, that mark. I have some uh, just catch catchphrases. Any everyday oh, catchphrases these. that you hear, and sometimes you're like, "What the hell does that even mean?" Uh, here's an example: "As happy as a clam." <laughs> clams are happy. Why would clams be happy? It has been suggested that open clams give the appearance of smile of smiling. The derivation is more likely to come from the fuller version of the phrase now rarely heard as happy as a clam at high water. High tide is when clams are free from the attentions of predators 
surely at the happiest times in the bivalve mollusk world. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to get into a lot more of those later. <laughs> I like and then the, hang I ourselves. For this, this phrases.org meanings. There's, there's, better, there's better ones that I have uh, I've selected for us. I like it. I'm excited. Yeah. I was looking at through them, but I didn't want to blow my load and read them all, so I was waiting for the show to have a genuine reaction. Pinch the tip. Surprise, cool. Squid At the underscore the podcastle. <laughs> at the underscore podcastle. <laughs> I'm going to create another one that way. At the I underscore kept, the podcastle. Kept all the bad, I can capture all the bad spelling people like eHarmony.com. Tonight's show is sponsored by Live with Media, and we shall return abruptly, discrepantly, and discreetly after this. Check this out, podcast listeners. Live Web Media at LiveWebMedia.com are offering a one-time discount of $250 off on their services. Live Web Media has been designing custom websites for over 19 years. Tremendous portfolio. Request some pricing today at LiveWebMedia.com, or you can call them directly at 1-855-LIVE-WEB. We've used them, John's used them, and a lot of our friends have used them, and their businesses have never been better. Check out LiveWebMedia.com today. Custom web and market. <laughs> I thought you had your your uh your setting on like one of the you know the weird like face settings where it can bend your face and make it look like all strange or you're like in a tunnel or No, it's just me, I'm just having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. I'm having a Welcome stroke. everybody to the podcastle. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Today we're gonna to be talking about soda bread wine cookies. Something delicious. Something glory. Mayweather fight this weekend, man. You're going to be loyal. My goodness gracious. Alabacious. I um the funny thing is a lot of people are betting on McGregor just because they think the payout's gonna be huge, but now the payout keeps dropping. Oh. Because no one's betting on Mayweather. The hostile takeover. Can you hear me? The hostile takeover. It is. Yeah. Hey, what are you distracted by right now? <laughs> no, I was just remembering that last show when the Adderall kicked out and I oh, just yeah. went. It's a hostile takeover. Somebody's breaking into the back door. I should probably call the police. Call yeah, a so, spade a spade. Yeah, I, what is that? Because I heard that was racist. Call a spade a spade to speak plainly, to describe something as it really is. Okay. Yeah, I understand the the intent. I don't understand the, the, the reference. It might be thought that this derives from the derogatory use of the slang term spade, meaning Negro, an American term originated in the 20th century. But that view of it as derogatory might also be thought to be supported by this piece from John Trapp's Millennium Theologo Falcon, or the marrow marrow of many good authors. God's ship. God's people shall not spare to call a spade a spade, a niggard a niggard. I think I'm going to stay away from that one. Yeah, that wasn't a good one. 
I've said it though, not knowing what it means. I'm like, yeah, call a spade a spade. It's like saying, you know, it's like those weird old sayings, like that's yeah. the pot calling the kettle black. I never understood that because I don't have any black kettles or pots in my house. <laughs> what is a kettle? I, I, yeah, what is a sweetie? Pineapple tea is ready. Can you please put the kettle on? Can you please draw and draw some water? How about just filling this up with water? Can we please draw a bath? No, I can take a bath. I don't want to draw anything. The only thing I want to draw is a dick pic on this kid's binder next to me in college. I was fucking doing it here, Collegeville. Draw a bath. Well, yeah. Give me a piece of paper and a pencil, and I'll draw a bath. I'll sketch it out. Take me two seconds. What are you going to do with that? Hang it on the wall? Yeah, I'm still dirty. Take the cake. Take the cake. Meaning carry off the honors, sometimes used to express incredulity. For example, that's three goals he's missed in one game. If that don't take the cake, then I, I don't know turn, what does. I'm going to turn some of these lights down. There's too many lights in here. Can you see me? I'm like glowing. Yeah, you are like, like powder. Like <laughs> Like a vampire. <laughs> I'm like a pink. It is widely it is widely it too. It's widely supposed that this phrase originated with cakewalk strutting competitions. I never understood cakewalk either when they like how how was the, the test? No, it was a cakewalk. The cakewalk That's kinda hard. In which ten couples participated came off on Friday night and the judges awarded the cake, which was a very beautiful and costly one, to Miss Sarah and John Jackson. This was in the couples will be judged on their style in the cakewalk. It's cake it was like walk. a strutting competition, like a walking competition, like like a, you know, like, like, a, a like, like Gomez and Morticia Adams, like you know. I'm the catch of the county. I'm the cock of the walk. I'm a big man on campus. I'm just strutting my feathers. I was keeping an extra one for just such an emergency. The phrase is much earlier than that, though. As early as the 5th century BC, the Greeks used take the cake as symbolic of a prize for a victory. In 420 BC, the Greek wrote the Knights, which was a criticism of the powerful Athenian political Cleon. If you surpass him in impudence, the cake is ours. (laughs) The cake is ours, and the phalanx will stop the century of the god Bastille. That's like a, it's like an official government document of yeah, those times. And 420 BC, man, those guys got so fucking stoned, man. They were just like, like you want to go get some grapes? It's like, you know, I, I just want to get my head together. I want to get my phalanx armor together before we go to battle. Gadzooks! An exclamation! <laughs> Besides an, underrated, an overrated store at the Montgomeryville Mall circa 1999 to 2005. Let's get a fossil watch. What was Gadzooks? Was that like the, the, the shit Hot Topic ripoff? Yeah, and I knew a girl that worked there. Oh. And every time I saw her in school, I'd be like, Gadzooks! And she'd be like, I don't really like working there. It's a job. And I'd be like, Gadzooks! And then I was like, can I get a discount on a watch? She's like, yes. I was like, I'll be Gadzooks. there. Gadzooks! An exclamation, a euphemistic shortening of God's hooks. <laughs> the nails on the cross. I think we should start saying that. God's hooks. <laughs> Wait, nails on the cross? This is like a pretty morbid reference. As the meaning suggests, this was originally two words, Gad's zooks, which was sometimes hyphenated and now almost always spelled as a single word. Gad 
was a common term used to avoid speaking the name God. An example of a minced oath. Oh, listen to that. What's what a minced oath? It's like saying the word, but like just not saying it. You know what I mean? Like instead of God damn it, you say God darn it. I'd rather say that. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. Right. It's basically like gad instead of God. Oh, Gee. like a like a like a Bostonian accent. Gad. Exactly. That taboo. Gad. Although still influential amongst the devout, is now much weaker, and the use of gad has diminished as a consequence. This is insane. In the seventeenth seventeenth century, we would have had a choice of such gad words: gads bobs, gads bobkins, gads bud, gads bublinkins, gads glids, gads. Yep, yep, yep. It looks good now. Gads nouns, gads soakers, gads sukers, gads precious, gads wookers, gads swoons, gad pretty much anything you like. I think we should start saying gad jukes when we sneeze, like, gads jukes! <laughs> you know, I rarely sneeze for some reason, but when I do, I always say, ah, shit, because I know I can get away with it in la- loudly and no one can really call me out. So I'll go, ah, shit! <laughs> uh, bless you? Did you just say that? I'm like, no, I sneeze. I'm sorry, my allergies aren't perfect like yours. Fuck you! That's that's genius, Lloyd. Hair of the dog that bit you. Hair of the dog. The hair of the dog. A small measure of drink intended to cure a hangover. Water. The fuller version of this phrase, that is, the hair of the dog that bit me, gives a clue to the source of the name of this supposed hangover cure. The derivation is from the medieval belief that when someone was bitten by a rabid dog, a cure could be made by applying the same dog's hair to the infected wound. How many people manage to get bitten again when trying to approach the aforesaid dog to acquire the hair to achieve this completely useless remedy is unknown. (laughs) Right, yeah. That's good. That's better than my hangover cure phrase title, which is just water and Vicodin. Yeah, well. doesn't have the same ring. My hangover cure is a, a first a, a good sweat. I mean, yeah, I, I call it, it I call it running, but I'm really just like like run, walking fast, and I and it's like 90 degrees out, so I do it for like 15 minutes. Sweat and, it out. and that's good enough. Shower, yeah, that's a, it's a good. And then a little doobie. That's the way to do it. A doobie really cures it. I don't really get hungover anymore. I don't drink like. Shots no. and not drink water. I I can't remember the last time I was hungover. Oh, um, I always make sure to drink a lot of water before I do it. I don't want to. This is really rock star radio. I always drink water and have a cup of herbal tea prepared before I imbibe in some libations that are going to uh, acquiesce by fatigue and dehydration the next day. You know, I'm not like doing shots of rum all night and then like passing out with this chick. We'll see what that tomorrow brings. And you wake right. up like wanting to kill yourself. You know, you learn. You're Irish. You know how to drink. Saturday night, we went out to dinner with our friends, and they're also pregnant. And so this guy, like, he's like, "All right, we're celebrating uh, your your kid coming on, you know, on the way," because we haven't like seen them since we announced it. I don't think. Uh, Yeah, the Smiths. And uh, (laughs) they're the um, browsers. Josh. In Siri oh, browser. browser. So people. when your, your program crashes, you can open up a new browser and just call Josh. How we doing in here, Simona? 
so he orders us a shot of tequila and himself oh. uh, like a drink of tequila like on the rocks mm. then they like screw up her dinner his wife's dinner uh, yeah. it was completely undercooked they send it back oh. they bring out a new burger even more undercooked it's like raw oh so, my gosh so they're like we're gonna comp this and comp that and Josh kind of drunk goes hey, and can we get like Two, two, two or three uh, shots of tequila, and oh, I yeah, just kind of, I just kind of laughed. But he, the guy leaves, and then he comes back with four shots of tequila, two oh. for each of us, because the girls he didn't like know they're pregnant. <laughs> oh my god! You should have been like, they're pregnant. This is a lawsuit now. Yeah. So we just slammed two of those. I was like, oh my gosh! So oh. Sunday, I woke up and I ran. I went to the gym. Uh, shower. I had some some food, and then the hangover just smacked me in the mouth. I was like, "Oh, oh delayed hangover. Oh no, everything oh. like hurt." And you want to vomit? Yeah, I wanted to, like diarrhea. Were you nauseous? I mean, you know how that queasy feeling? It, it, yeah, diarrhea. it was like it was like queasy and dehydrated. Oh, that's the I worst because the then cells. you you put. Yeah, it, it hurts, but then you want to put, like, air conditioning on your face and sit in the freezer and drink water. Yeah. And then you have that rare moment where you feel better for a second and you overcompensate and, like, well, now I can eat spaghetti <laughs> because I'm feeling great because you have this weird, like – it's like pregnancy for men. You right. know, you want to – you have these weird cravings. I remember I was hungover once. I had, like, spaghetti and ice cream, and then I, like, vomited oh. afterwards. So I was like, why did I have this? Because yep. I thought I – like, that's what my body needed. It was you like know? when I was down the shore – um, up, at, up down the shore. Um, I ate completely different than I ever do normally throughout the week. Like, I drank so much right. wine every night, like, before bed. Like, yeah. you know, like, when the day was done and dinner was done, I would just crush wine. And right, yeah. It, it eventually it caught doing? up to me. Like, by the time I got As it home, does. It caught up to me. That's what it is with, like, vacationing stuff, because... You know, you're in the mood. Yeah. You're in the zone. You're like, yeah, everyone's drinking wine. I'll drink wine. I yeah. don't drink beer and champagne and oysters at 12. Right. Let's do that now. Exactly. And then it catches up and your body's like, what the fuck are you doing? What was that? And it's what like, do we, we're staying in a place with like a bunch of people. So you got to kind of find like neutral food. It's not like the normal right. food that you eat. So everyone has to get, and it's like, you're just not eating what you normally eat for like a straight week. And your body's like, yeah. yo, what's going on here? Right, it's like being ripped out of a classroom and shoved into like a different class you're not supposed to be in, and you're like, right. I don't speak any of these right. languages. What are we doing? Why am I in Chinese 101? Back to the beginning or to start again? What do you think that phrase would be? That's how Back we to the beginning this. or to start again? Yeah. To reset. Reset the clocks. Four words. Clean slates. Oh, you're asking me what the phrase is? Yeah, what do you think? Back to the beginning would be. Um, Here's a hint. It starts with back. Back to the future. Back to. Back to. Back to St. Matthews. Square one. Back Broke to square one. one. What is that? Like a hopscotch term? Yeah, remember back to square one? Like, all right, we're back to square yeah. one. Back to square Bullseye. one is a classic of folk etymology. The, although the origin is uncertain, no uncertainty lurks in the midst of those who are sure they know how, where and when it was derived. It ranks up there with the whole nine yards and posh as an expression that people know the origin of when, in fact, they don't. 
Interesting. Back to square one has no origin. That makes it even cooler. Back to square one. The origin. Like, throw the baby out with the, the bathwater. Oh, yeah, that's a weird one. I always thought that was creepy. I'm behind the eight ball. I guess. Well, behind the eight is ball it... is like you're, sh you're shooting the most important shot. Right? If you're behind the eight ball, that means you're playing eight ball and you shoot the yeah, eight ball. Yeah, you could lose very easily. You need to, like, this get your shit together. Don't scratch. Don't slice. Like in golf. Speaking of golf. Ooh. Head on over to the Sports World Blockbuster Trade, like I mentioned earlier. Now, I don't know if you yeah, say what is this, this is a Blockbuster Trade. I mean, it is, but you, these teams basically just traded the same player for the same player and some extra crap that who knows what will happen. Some extra crap. You know, some other players that you don't really know how good they are yet and like a pick in 2018. Oh, wow, Brooklyn's 2018 first-round pick. So that's intense. That is intense. Uh, that's what Boston got. Wow, Boston's totally copying what the Sixers are doing. They're just taking all these young studs, and they're hoping Kyrie yeah. is going to do He's... it as they trade Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas. Oh. So LeBron James now will play with Isaiah Thomas. You've predicted this before. Did I? I think you've hinted at it. You're very in tune to your crystal ball of sport. I remember back during the playoffs, everybody was going crazy over Isaiah Thomas because Boston was tearing through the playoffs. Right, right. Obviously, when they played the Cavs, it was like they smacked into a cement wall. And everyone started talking, Boston may want to trade Isaiah Thomas because right now he has the most value. And... Maybe I said that'd be awesome if they would trade him for Kyrie because I don't think Kyrie and LeBron are, like, getting along. Maybe I did foresee that, your grace. I think your your whispery white beards of future predictions were waving strongly in the, the algorithms of change that day. I know Jalen Rose wanted to claim that he said it first, but I think I said it way before him. You did, yeah. He's, Sorry, he's a bit of a copycat. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Fab five, sorry. Sorry. Please. Oh, so UFC yeah. 214. I spoke about this also on a, sh on a past show uh, when the guy, we couldn't remember his first name. His, fir his last name was Cormier. <laughs> Something Cormier. Yes. Murgatroyd Cormier. I do remember. <laughs> Bertha Cormier. <laughs> Maureen Cormier. <laughs> Leviticus Cormier. John Jones beat that Cormier, beat the snot out of him, and uh, I lost yes. some. I lost some money. I made a silly bet. Totally thought this guy was gonna flunk, but he did. He did flunk. He flunked a drug test. Oh my gosh! What did he test for? Juicing? Roids. Man, you gotta stay away from the roids. You don't need him. You just gotta work out a little bit harder. And once again, this dope has his title stripped from him. He was involved in Deservingly so. I mean, this guy is just, it's done. But I would like my money back because that win should be overturned because he cheated. I agree. And I agree. henceforth, I am due $150. If his titles can get, oh, he placed quite a wager. He put down a bet. If his title can get stripped, bet against him. then you should get your money back. By the way, that's so stupid, too, when you read about these guys juicing. I mean, there's so many 
proteins and, you know, go to Rhinine Fitness. You know, have a regime. You don't need to juice. It's, it's, it really is cheating in the sense it's like playing Monopoly and being like, well, I put a couple extra 500s in there. I mean, I'm good. But, like, I'm really good now because of this. Maybe just making, make better moves. It's making you as close to, like, mutant or, like, superhuman as possible because you heal so quick. So your wear and tear is, like, barely going to exist. And right. you're fighting these other guys who, you know, don't want to, like, die at age 40 from a heart attack or, or, or you know, damage yeah, their, right. their sperm. Or but they dicks. But they get wear and tear. And... Uh, it's cheating. It's cheating. It's cheating. It's, it's totally cheating. cheating. But if they could come up with something legal that works just like it and that's like, you know, approved. Yeah. Not like that means anything, but they got to try something. They got to try something that's like, this is the steroids replacement. Yeah. And it can be, it's illegal and safe and it kind Natural. of enhances performance like a Red Bull. It just Times it just en- it just enhances healing like that that's all steroids do they that's how like Barry Bonds and and Roger Clemens were playing into their forties and playing great because they weren't and huge breaking down. Do you remember what Barry Bonds looked like in around nineteen ninety five yes. versus what he looked like in like two thousand? It was when? like in ninety three when they lost to the Braves or ninety two when they lost to the Braves in the NL championship. Bonds was like 180 pounds, like 6'1". Yeah, he was the skinny, really skinny guy. And then towards the end of his career, his legs were like tree trunks. He was this massive... His head. His head. He was like his a... His helmet a size grew. Yeah, he was like a tank. It was like... I always think of that Simpsons episode when like Daryl Strawberry's drinking... Yeah. That juice in his head gets gigantic. <laughs> Great. But yeah, John Jones failed a drug test ahead of his championship win over Daniel Cormier, Daniel, at UFC 214 last month in Anaheim. Uh, White denied that UFC has stripped Jones of the uh, of the title, but it says in the in the headline title oh, title not stripped. Hmm, that's interesting. So what are they going to do here? Are they going to overturn it or? We'll have to find out tomorrow during first what take with Stephen A. and Max Kellerman. And Dan Levitard. Dan Levitard. Actually, it's, it's sad because that show, First Take, which is awesome, is on at the same time as Levitard. And I, I, sometimes I, I have to pick Oh, you got to. Yeah, yeah, and I like them both. And then Stephen A. is on at one right after Levitard, but this Kellerman guy's good. He's like the boxing expert. And he says he knows the stuff in the ring. He says McGregor will not land one punch. Can't hear anything. Quick scores in the uh, major leagues. As we said earlier, the Marlins pump the Phillies in Philadelphia, twelve to eight. Dodgers win again, 8-5 to over the Pittsburgh Pirates in Pittsburgh. Cubs defeat the Reds, scoring 13, 13-9. The final in Cleveland, Boston 9, Indians 1. The final from Detroit, the Yankees swashbuckle the Tigers, 13-4. And the Nationals squeak one out over the downward-spiraling Astros, 4-3 in Houston. And the Rockies lose to the Royals in Kansas City 3-2. to two. Currently, right now, 
our uh, good friend Amy's Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, California, Los Angeles, are, def- are beating the Texas Rangers in the bottom of the third, one to nothing. Who are they playing? The Rangers. Oh, nice. Nice. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Southern California on the West Coast of the United States of America, established in 1776. Planet Earth. 800 letters in that anagram. So I had our, um, we had our fantasy football draft a little while ago. And Mm. I, uh, I drafted Anquan Bolden. Okay, nice. Good choice. Then he retired. You didn't know that. It's like the juicing fiasco. It's like the Diggum Diggum fiasco. Diggum. He yeah, he retired like Sunday or Monday and he says he has greater missions in life than football and you know, that's that's no, great to him. It's great to him. He's got a place in Delray Beach down here. My buddy installed like a safe for him or did the locks in his house or something. And Ooh, he says get the he's, combination uh, and get some of that juice. Says he's a good man. Um Nice. That's what you like to hear. But that's a shame because I, uh, I I drafted him. I'm sorry. Speaking of football, yeah, Eagles, yeah, yeah, make, make like a late trade. I they know. trade away Carson Wentz's boy, Jordan Matthews, to the I, Bills. Why is that? They traded him away to the Bills for a cornerback, Ronald Darby, who's had two interceptions so far in preseason games. Yeah, why? I don't understand that move at all. Because we, our biggest weakness was our secondary, and we already have Alshon Jeffrey, uh, what's his name, uh, Torrey Smith, and um, Al- Al- Algalar, Allegor, whatever. They say he was the best in Al- camp. Ray. That little guy who had catching problems last year. He had butterfingers. Yeah. That that makes sense though when you broke it down that way. But when I first read that on the Eagles website, just, under the news section, I always love reading the Eagles news because it's the, like, the you know, it's you know what's happening. And a lot of times in preseason they're forced to make up news. Yeah. So they're like, Carson Wentz walks off the field today after the practice because the game was over. Right. And you know they they're just waiting for the season to start, so all the writers are just trying to like greasing up their chops. Yeah, of course. So it's just funny to read the news. You read the news on the Eagles site, right? When you go to Eagles, you click on news. They always have these articles about preseason. It's no, no, that's like, why I don't, because they have nothing to say. Like, but that's, but if, it's great. If, if anything was that important, it would be like, you know, it would find me on Facebook or something. Right, or it would be, right, but it's just funny there because they're just, like, struggling, it's, especially in preseason. It's, it's like, like uh, Gatorade truck delivered the, the water early today. Uh, had, had which is good tire. because it was hot. Story at eleven, and that was that was like uh, John Gruden and the other guy. I still don't know his his new partner since they fired Mike Tirico because they're idiots. I know uh, he was during, good during the Giants Browns ten to six snooze fest Monday oh. Night Football. Uh, what a score! It was, it was just nothing but defense on both ends. Uh, Listening to Gruden try to make it sound interesting was a thing of beauty. It was pure. When hard. was this game? Well, uh, Monday night, last night. And oh, I didn't, I didn't, it, I didn't watch it. It's so great, dude. They they start, you know, the pregame, and it's just the the one guy, not Gruden, just the one guy in the booth standing there by himself. And you know, <laughs> here we are, welcome to Cleveland, and da, right, da, da, right. Da. The camera pans back, 
to reveal Gruden standing next to him. And Gruden is just standing there staring at the guy like with this Sergeant Slaughter like mug on his face, just so <laughs> excited to start talking about football again. He's just like, I can't wait. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up. Let me talk. Let hurry me up, talk. Hurry up, hurry up. This is football. And he kept saying in, during the game last night, he said, uh, what's the word? They're, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember it later. It, it's just not coming to the. But he kept using this word to describe like the, the offense and defense setups, and I can't think of it right now. But I will, I will later. He's great though. I would love Gruden as a coach for the for the Eagles. And what I like about Gruden when I watch him is he has no problem delving into stories of when he was a coach. And he'd be like, yeah. yeah, well, see, they should have ran for a first there instead of passing it. When I was coach, what I would have done there, right. he has no problem, like, you know, going into the glory days and kind of throwing it out there. You, I, I could listen to, to, to Gruden all day. I love their, it was like, I love their program, or I, I love this, but it was like a new word that, like, isn't used in football terms. It's, it's used, like, somewhere else. It's like, they've got a great portfolio. I love their portfolio on defense. Portfolio? <laughs> Not that, but it was, like, something like that. Like, I like their, I like their specs. I like I their blueprints. The I love the prerequisite. It was something like that. Damn it. It'll come to me. I, I, I repeated it out loud, because he said it, like, four or five times about, like, the special teams for the Browns and the special teams for the Giants and the defense for the Browns. He was like, ah, I love their program. I love their markup. I, I love, love their, their pr- I love their blueprint. I, I can't think of what it was. It'll come to me. It'll I love their me. stock options. I love their golden handshakes. I love their golden shower. Dick picks surface as Lindsey Vaughn's cell phone is hacked. Tiger Woods hung oh, yeah. with the moose. The guys, the guys didn't get that from the Asian side. How are we doing in here, pecking? I was going to say, he must have gotten the uh, black gene below the belt. Have you have you? That's what you need a statue of, the... of, Tiger Woods nude. That's in what uh, my buddy Sorry, said. Biggest downfall of all time. Uh, biggest, like, you know, most famous celebrity of our generation yeah biggest downfall of all time and i said well with a penis like that i don't think a downfall exists in your lifetime (laughs) yeah and with like 800 million dollars i think you're fine (laughs) i don't think he's a downfall i think he is certainly nothing compared to what he was but he made his bones tiger woods and he can always go back to golfing i mean you can golf till you're like 70 it's not like basketball you know you can you can be in shape and be like a 65 year old great golfer and it doesn't, right, exactly. And it doesn't, I mean, he, I don't think, I think he said he's like retiring from golf. Like, I don't know. If I don't think ever, he needs to anymore. Right, he right? doesn't need to. Like, he's made so much money and he's so young. And yeah, he's getting in trouble here and there. But guess what? What he did in golf will be timeless and everyone will forgive him as long as he doesn't like hit, of course. hit a woman or kill somebody. Like these yeah. stupid DUIs where they were like, they found THC in his blood. Like, oh and what's God, that? Right. He had a, he took and, too much like oxys or something. He right. was behind his wheel and fell asleep. And he didn't hurt anybody. Right. And there's you know he divorced. I mean all of the. It's not like you know he's a rapper that's like he was involved in a shooting or something. Right. You know it's like these are these are rich people problems. You know he took too much prescription medication and fell asleep in his Mercedes. Yeah. You know I think I think people can let that let that slide. Where does he live? Palm Beach, West Palm. Uh yeah, West Palm. He lives he lives quite close to me actually. Yeah, I know your neighbors with him. You took the picks. 
I did. I actually called him and told him you're, that uh, his wife found out. You're hanging out at Mar-a-Lago. Why, hey, Ashley was down there on Star Island, rubbing elbows with Cher and Diddy. Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. Hey, Ashley has a tremendous story about Star Island too, which I want to get on the show one day. And hear oh about yeah. It. Oh I've yeah. Never that's heard right. It. But you've you've hinted at it. She, and I've been waiting every show, hoping that this is the one, and it's never happened for 182 episodes. I think she went there thinking it was going to be one thing and got there and was like, oh, we need to get out of here. It, like, wasn't their scene. I'm not oh, sure. I thought it was going to be like, hey, Ashley was doing coke with Pitbull, you know, and they like... And, and, they, and Dwayne Wade and Will Smith. They, they, they drove a Bentley into the ocean and yeah. they laughed about it. J-Lo. J-Lo was there. Cher was there. Cher. Yeah. But Tiger Woods, though, so the nude pictures were from, what, his girlfriend? Lindsey Vaughn, the gold medalist skier. Um, yeah, so they he da- texted her they dated. They dated for a while. They dated for like over a year, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I didn't years. look at the pictures. Is he hung like a moose? Does he have a big... He is hung, and I'm pretty sure, you know, you know what does he call himself? Coblicanation. Yeah, right. Um, whatever that is, there's got to be like Native American in there, because yes, he hung like bull. He hung like bull. He hung like washed bull. Like erect bull. I'm going to start leaking nude photos of punch-out characters and Photoshop dicks on them. Like, bald bull was found down in Key West having a prescription allergic reaction to oxys. And it's like the punch-out guy with, like, a dick on it. And you're like, why, why would you do this? Dude, why that... would you spend time doing this on a computer? No, that would know. be amazing. That would be amazing. Like, just put their heads on someone's body doing, like, a scandal. Doing it. Soda we'll Popinski. Last Joe. Soda Popinski blows up bar with cigarette accident. Or cigarette cig- vodka accident. <laughs> it's explosive. <laughs> the, po- the potato juice, the nectar of Idaho, collided <laughs> with, the, with the Sir Walter Raleigh and exploded. That's what I want to start calling vodka, the nectar of Idaho. The Rush's nectar, nectar. Rush's honey, yeah. Rush's sweat, and that. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna come. I love sports, John. Should be its own show. It's a great show. Tremendous, tremendous show. It's great. Great. Love it. All right, now that rehearsals are over, you can tweet us. Let's uh, go to the podcastle, and uh, we're going to see what's going on. Hey, you want an update on the uh, the Los Angeles officer involved shooting outside my home? Yeah, you said there's helicopters flying above. Yeah, there's just newscopters now. Uh, look at them. They're just looking for their next OJ. Oh, it's, it's shameless. If Anytime, you ever see like, cop headlights go on, helicopters are like, ooh, a, t- a speeding ticket. You've seen it. I seen one one time there was like a like a hostage situation or something big. There was like eight news copters oh, and then like my. police helicopters around. It was like so much air traffic. Oh You're like, yeah. how is it safe? Yeah. Well most people are but safe. But you need it. You need it. It's fun. You can always watch a, a, a car chase on the news in LA and it's very entertaining to watch because these idiots just think they're gonna get away. And it's like you have every you have like the largest police department in the world like chasing you. You're like you're not going anywhere. But it's fun to watch. I was in one you. once. I was in a police video of a chasing. I was on the 101 going to work a couple years back, and there's all these sirens, and I see all these 
you know, chips. California Highway Patrol chips. sealing off the exits. And police sirens are getting louder and louder. And I was like, put on the news, you know, the radio. And I was chips. like, oh, it's a police chase. Chips. And there was this Mercedes next to me going really slow because of traffic. They're not going fast at that time. Right. Trying to weave in and out. Crawl. And I just look over at this stupid look and like coffee in this blue car, like looking at this and all these cops go by. So I found the video on ABC seven and I watched it. It was like really long. But I found the shot and you see this police chase and you see stupid ass looking Clark in this coffee. Like, Oh, like looking at this chase. Like, Oh, Oh, what's going on? I'll find the clip. It was actually, it was on oh, YouTube. Oh, you got a post. I know it exists. I'll, I'll find it and I'll isolate it. But it's so funny because you just see me like, huh? What's That's going amazing. on? Yeah. The Adderall isn't kicking Get out yet. of my way. Oh, excuse me. Dude, I don't miss Whoopsie. that drive at all. I spent like an hour in the car every morning listening to John and Agnew's show. I like that part. Oh, God. But that time in isolation was like so bad. Looking oh. back. Sitting in a car, it's like taking a flight every day. It's like you you, you can't do that. You can't be in a car for that long every day commuting, which is why I quit. I'll never do it again. It's like uh, just it's very unhealthy. But I remember when I first got here doing that, driving from Fort Lauderdale to Boca every day. Oh, did you? What was that drive like? Get on 95, and it was just crawling for 40 minutes. I would have to leave like an hour and a half before. Just to like make sure, because just getting to ninety five, just to play it safe, like just to get for because of how far east we were, just to get right. to ninety five could take like twenty minutes, depending on how shitty it is and how which lights I miss, which There's lights I hit, and I usually hit every one, like a stiff. And then there's unforeseen circumstances where you're like, oh, there's a deer in the road, you know, or just let's just take surface streets and spend another hour sitting in traffic or a detour that's all stop signs then you're fucked then add an extra half hour oh. and it goes through like a neighborhood you're like oh no that's school. the worst that's kids are going to that's school. the worst yeah when ways you use the ways app and they take you through like a neighborhood and oh, it yeah. gets so invasive you're like I- i'm in a guy's pool right <laughs> now like like the directions are to get out and wade across the water like oregon trail to get to work like this guy is is, is aiming at me with a gun because I'm, like, in his backyard, like, driving. Yeah, cut through two backyards. Don't worry. They won't see you. They're at work right now. That's big in L.A., too. P- ways that people are complaining because these, uh, you know, oh, ways apps take the neighborhoods, which I get. Shit. But it's like, yeah, but, you know, you chose to live in L.A., and there's traffic, and people are trying to get to work. And I'm sorry. You don't live on an island. I you know, know. This happens. That's crazy. It's so not it's, illegal. It's, it's not illegal. Creating. It's making shortcuts into, like, non-shortcuts it's just an alternate route and right. these people are like yo uh, i moved here because i didn't want to hear traffic and they're like and now oh, there's like too cars going through, which i love too you know they're not hurting anyone i just right. love these like rich old fucks that are just like i know we chose to live in secrecy and now there's like <laughs> 800 hipsters driving through their front School lawn every buses, day i love it puffing out great. that that pollution into their faces i love it I love it. Would you ever get a tattoo? Do you have a tattoo? No. Don't you? No? No. Oh. I, I wouldn't. And you no, I'm not against them. I just think if I got one, I, I wouldn't be able to stop, and I would just want to keep uh, getting That's this. probably it. Well, uh, I've I gotten one, but personality. I, I have one, but that's I just... why I have the, uh, an iron liver in here that was replaced <laughs> many times. How are we doing it here, Seacliff? 
C-Clip. How we doing in here? Pembroke Pines. Pembroke Pines. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to move there. Uh, no, a tattoo, though. No, uh, I would I would get a Celtic cross on one arm and a shamrock on the other if I had uh, had the choice. I, yeah. I enjoy them. I know you have a tattoo of the, of the baseball bat. Yeah, of bat the old, ball. The old slugger, the old bat and ball. Uh, are, you, are you thinking about are you thinking about them uh, embroidering another another ink ink scar on your body? Yeah. Uh, are you thinking about maybe uh, uh, decorating yourself with a little bit of Indian ink on your your, your bicep? Oh, perhaps a a, a quadrup quadricep is 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 in need of a canvas, and that canvas is in the form of a needle. And you're you're gonna get maybe like a little symbol on there that that wraps it all, all around. And maybe, maybe your, your your left buttocks needs a rose. You can call it Muffy on there because it's a tattoo. Ooh. Is that what you're gonna do? I mean, do you think about another another tattoo or what's what's the scoop? My brother-in-law just posted this uh, this post here. Oh, Justin? No, Michael. Pedro. Justin's Justin's back what? to college, by the way. Thank God. I walked into my oh. office this morning and it was clean oh. for like the first time ever. Oh, nice. Um, Michael, he's like my step-brother-in-law. Heather's I think I met him. He was at the wedding. Yeah, good guy. He good was the one that dude. Was, he was the one that was in the, the T-Rex costume. Oh, yeah. He, I didn't uh, know who was in there, but I, I remember the Rex. He's got a sleeve. That's and right. I do remember meeting him. He was a nice guy. There's a picture, and it says, Nightcap and tattoos. Need more tattoos. Ooh. So I'm like, gosh, dude, you're going to get more? So I am amazed that I haven't gotten more. I think it's a money thing. I'm cheap. Uh, are they are they expensive? Well, I mean, yes, and yes, they're permanent, and you have to spend money on it. So it's like, yeah, I've committed to this. That's that's enough. I've always wanted one. For now, it's enough. Yeah. I don't want to. What crazy. is your tattoo? Let me take a look. It's just a baseball and a bat and a number ten. I liked it. It's nothing, you know, nothing nuts. Did you get that down there in Florida? Yeah, I did. I got it with my bud, my buddy. I can't. I can't even remember how long ago. I want to get a, a, a squirrel, like a chipmunk, on one leg running up and then running down the other one with two acorns on it, <laughs> so it looks like Chippendale, like a Disney tattoo. <laughs> like they stole these nuts. These That's a great nuts. idea. Oh, shut up! I love it. I love it. You want to? Uh, you want to slice tonight in the? Uh... The column of W. I'm closing in on midnight over here, and I've uh, been trying to get to bed before 1 a.m. That's my goal. Oh, now that Justin's good call. gone, and he's not like keeping me up, because you know he would stay not up to like drugs. three, three thirty, and I would we'll hang out to like one thirty. Yeah. Now I gotta, I gotta tone no. it down. I'm buying a baby monitor. Slice it down. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. It's been fun, John and Matt, Slice and everybody. Just want to say good night, and that was our show. So you can turn down the volume because it's time to go. That was the Podcastles, Nerd 35. It's John and Shark. Thanks for letting us drive. We took you down a radio trip. There were lots of fun jokes, sports, and quips. Like an ADHD ride filled with mazes. We even taught you the meaning behind some fine English phrases. John explained sports just like Wilt the Stilt. And I explained the statues. I think ought have been built. So pour out a drink and dress your loins with spices. It's the Podcastle's Nerd 35 case. Thank you.
for letting us slice it. Walt Whitman, you can suck my dick. Six. Six.